0: Okay, so doctors don't have time. First of all, it's not their fault. They just don't have time. But they treat the symptom to knock it out. But say you cut yourself, right, and you put a Band-Aid on it. But it's so deep, the cut, that it's just not going to stop bleeding. Is the Band-Aid going to fix it? It will for a short amount of time, but it won't forever. The cut's going to open up. It's going to get worse, right? Right. So when the doctor prescribes you something for the cough, for the sleep, they're only treating the symptom. The cause is still there. And if you suppress the symptoms long enough, the cause will pop up as other things. Okay, so sleep. Let's take that as an example. So you're struggling to sleep at night. You're really busy. From the moment you get up, you're busy being a dad, a husband, a worker, a boss, whatever you are. So you hit ground running when you get up, you have a shower, whatever you do, you go to work, you're exhausted, end of the day, you play with the kids, you know, that's it. That's your day and you can't sleep. Is the sleep the problem?
1: Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers and still take care of ourselves? ask the question in this podcast, will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Shout out to the Fallible Nation. You guys make this possible. I love you guys so much. And a big warm welcome to all of our first-time listeners. My name is Brent. Today, my special guest is Magic Barker, author, speaker, podcaster, and holistic wellness practitioner. Magic, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Now, we of course i got to lead off with a really obvious question is magic actually your name
0: yes it is
1: okay wow all right i've never actually met someone named magic before So that's interesting magic in your own words who is magic barclay
0: you know i used to say magic barclay is a wife and a mom and a mom of fur kids and a gardener and a healer a practitioner you know, a co-worker. But who Magic Barclay really is is someone who's in touch with herself, someone who respects her soul, someone who respects the earth, someone who tries to make as much sense of what's going on in the most logical and safe way.
1: That is a really well thought out, Anne. Kudos. That's I get most people and they're like, um, uh there, there's a lot of stuttering on that one. It's like, ooh, that's deeper than we were going. Now, for all of us lay what is an innate immunity functional health solutions practitioner?
0: Okay, so I study under a fabulous person, Dr. Stuart Gillespie from Innate Immunity and Functional Health Solutions. He trains practitioners to look for root cause of illness. So rather than treating symptoms like I have knee pain, treat the knee pain, it's going to come back. Look at why is that happening? Is it an immune reaction? Is it a skeletal issue? So a functional issue. What is behind it? So there's several of us around the world now, and I've been studying with Dr. Stewart now for, I think this is my fourth year and I just love the teaching. So I've put it into practice with my own client.
1: Okay. Now, how does this differ from like a naturopath? Cause I was trying to understand the differences, cause I know there are some, how does this differ from a naturopath, which is probably the closest some of our listeners are going to understand for your practice.
0: So a naturopath will still look at symptoms. They will treat some systems of the body, but they still use reductionism. So modern medicine uses reductionism, which is treat in isolation, treat a thing. I treat using holism. So look at what the whole body is doing you know, why is that happening? What systems are involved? Why are they involved? So a naturopath will also prescribe lots of supplements. So they don't prescribe medications like a doctor would, but they do prescribe supplements. So you can often see a naturopath, to all the naturopaths out there, this is not a blanket thing. This is just, you know, so people understand the difference. But many naturopaths will prescribe bags and bags of supplements. So you can leave there. $400 for your your consult, another $1,000 worth of supplements, maybe another $1,000 worth of testing. And the problem with that is it's not sustainable. And it really means that a lot of people cannot treat their health in ways that they need to. So what we do instead is we might prescribe maybe five things maximum and they'll be readily available, they'll be cheaper, And we don't need to do testing because myself, with my own practice, I send out my clients a 17-page intake form. Now, someone yesterday called it a thesis. They said, I'll get my thesis back to you. (laughs) And the reason is I need to know as much as I can. Nothing is unimportant. So, you know, the infection that you had, maybe the tonsillitis you had when you were five, that's important now when you're 45. And why? Because it's telling me what the latent infections are what's happening you know what the triggers are what the root causes are so with naturopaths they're not looking for that information they don't want to know what you had for breakfast when you were two i do
1: okay so the layers upon the layers right the why behind the why behind the why behind the why
0: totally so many marketers have a thing called the five times why you no, know, but why do you want that? Why? 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 Well, I have the five times why, but why is this happening to you? Why do you have eczema? And I'll, you know, five times why that, and that's really, really important to get to the root cause.
1: Yeah, my my marketing agency for my podcast uses the five times why. It's like no, 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 go deeper, go deeper, go deeper. I'm like, I'm not sure I can get much deeper. I'm gonna hit the other side of the earth pretty soon. But no. Go deeper. We need a why behind the why behind the whys. That's it.
0: When you get to that last why with clients that I'm talking to, often they'll just start crying. And whilst I don't want them to be upset, I know that's a breakthrough moment. and We've gotten to that last why and they've had that, you know, mic drop moment, that really aha uh-huh moment of, oh, wow, the itchiness that I had when I was a kid or the viruses that I had when I was a kid means something now. And that's really important for people to understand how their bodies
1: work. That's a really big concept to think that childhood illnesses, things you have when you're younger, right? I'm, I'm 42 about that. I'm 42 years old. It's odd to think that things I had at, you know, eight, nine, 10 are still impact today. That's not something you would traditionally hear from a lot of doctors going. Oh, no, you, you got past it. That, that was forever ago. It doesn't matter. So I think that's, uh, well, that's hard to thing, cons- conceptualize.
0: Yeah, you can get past it. That's the thing. But viruses and bacteria and fungus all live symbiotically in your body. And if one of those gets out of control, it can pop back up. So you will never get rid of one of these things completely. But you do need to make it go back to sleep. You do need to reduce its numbers so that it is not dangerous to you. And you need to make sure that there's that symbiotic balance between the three big three pathogens and no one of them is getting out of control. And that's the important key.
1: Okay. So before we get too deep into the science and the medical side of this, tell us how did you get on this journey? how did you get to here?
0: Well, through my own health. So I came to a pretty life-crushing moment, literally, of multiple diagnoses that were pretty close to end stage. So I had stage four cancer, I had uncontrolled diabetes, I had contracted Lyme disease while I was going through all of this. And I was pretty much told, do you know what, this is it. Say goodbye to your kids, because if you don't do something now this is it and so I did something I had my thyroid taken out it's not something I would recommend And if I could go back in time I would not do it but I didn't have a choice at the time there were outside influences so I did that and then I looked at the natural route and I looked at why are these things happening and that kind of took me on my journey of where I am today and what I learned about viruses that were running rampant in my body that were contributing to the cancer that were contributing to the diabetes the high amount of stress that I'd been under for pretty much all my life that contributed to my fluctuating weight that contributed to the diabetes and really looking at all the things that had gone on I went no one's asked me this before no one has asked me was i a happy child was it stressful did i have any adverse childhood experiences what were my relationships like how often was i sick nobody asked me that and here i was stage four cancer and no one wanted to know why they just wanted to treat the cancer
1: that's just not with my limited understand understanding medicine i definitely have a limited understanding of medicine that just It's not something like I would think of, right? I wouldn't associate those facets of my life as impact at that. I don't think it's a very common thought, but it impacts it.
0: Totally. So there's many factors through our childhood that can influence the way we think, feel, act, behave, and certainly in our health. And, you know, they say that children are a sponge. From zero to seven, they're the foundation years. Everything that goes on around them affects their life. Well, that's commonly known, but it seems to be in medicine that gets shoved aside. And so a lot of people, actually I think it came out of the US, have come up with the ACEs questionnaire, and it's 10 questions about what's happened in your childhood. And on this ACEs, so Adverse Childhood Experiences, On this ACEs questionnaire, if you get any more than three points on it, you've got some stuff going on in the background. Now, what that can do is cause stress, brings in the PNEI system that Dr. Gabor Mate from The Body Says No talks about, and I've studied, and now I teach it as well. And so that is the psychoneuroendoimmunology of trauma. So things that happened when you were a child, have created a psychological impact. So you've made it mean something, you've put an, an emotion on it, an attachment, right? And this is commonly seen when you walk past someone with a perfume or you smell a herb or something like that and it takes you back in time. Well, if it takes you back in time to something that wasn't healthy and happy, that's a problem. If it takes you back to a time when your grandma was hugging you and making apple pies or whatever, and you know it was all great and you felt loved, terrific, but often it doesn't. So that's the P, the psycho. Now that then causes the nervous system to react It's either happily or unhappily. So that's your neuro. Now the nervous system's right through the body. It most commonly when it's unhappy shows up as pain, lack of sleep, other issues, jitteriness, you know, a number of issues when that gets too much it sends messages to your endocrine system so that's all your hormones so we see people commonly with hormone imbalances with you know thyroid problems with menstrual problems with even the guys can have cycle problems so infradian or circadian rhythms can be upset and then when all of this is going on the big dog on the block which is your immune system has to react So if you're unhappy enough, something happens long enough, you have a nervous system reaction, you have an endocrine system reaction, you are going to have an immune reaction. So this shows up as you walk past that perfume, the psycho goes off, you feel a bit, you know, tense, yuck, maybe a bit jittery inside, there's your neuro, it kind of a hot flash, you've just dropped a whole lot of hormones, so there's your endo, and then you end up with the flu or flu-like symptoms, that's your immune system saying, you're not safe. I need to do things. I need to make you safe. So this is all behind just smelling one thing. This is all going on in the background because you haven't addressed what happened the first time you smelt that one thing, which is your adverse childhood experience.
1: Okay. Wow. That's I'm familiar with the concept of the mind having so much power, but I I never considered even the cycles where this transcends to this. Yeah, that's wow. That's that's a really big thought. It's a really cool thought and terrifying all at the same time. So totally, it's just you have a podcast, right? Yes. The magical a magical life. It's the podcast. Health and weight
0: loss, and yeah, we cover all sorts of things like. Okay, you name it, it comes up
1: <laughs> All right, so guys, you can dig even more in if y'all are already hooked like I am, you can dig more in, unfortunately, we can only go so deep this show, so guys, if you're like i'm I, I want to know more, right, so definitely you need to go check out her podcast as well now, something you might be wondering why are we talking about this on podcast and guys, the answer is really simple. If you want to be the best version of yourself, right on the fallible man, we talk about a very holistic approach to being a better person, being a better. Right. It's why I don't just talk about fatherhood. Can't be a better father without becoming a better person. You can't be a better husband without becoming a better person, right? You have to grow holistic that includes both mentally, emotionally, and physically i know we like that's the first thing us guys like to put on hold right it's like oh my schedule got busy the first thing that takes a back seat diet and exercise first thing that takes a back seat right i got too busy with work and i'm not having enough time for my kids first things out the door is diet and exercise because taking care of my kids becomes a priority so guys that's why we're having this conversation because magic wants to talk about root causes and i don't know about you guys but i'm not interested in taking pills the rest of my life i'm not interested in them fixing what hurts as much as why it hurts or why it makes me feel that way so that's why we're getting into this conversation with magic magic here's the all-important question of the show what is your favorite ice oh hokey pokey do you have
0: that in the u.s
1: no i've never heard about it tell me
0: okay it's got butterscotch chunks in it it's like a Almost like a salted caramel with butterscotch chunks. Really? That'd be my favorite.
1: You guys have the most interesting ice cream flavor over there. I was talking with... I think
0: when people make ice creams over here in Australia, mm-hmm. they're like, What's left over? What can't we sell? <laughs> Chuck it in an ice cream.
1: Is it a, a vanilla or chocolate base? My wife wants
0: It's like a salted caramel kind of base.
1: Okay. So I was talking with a Dr. Christian Heim, and he told me about something that was like roasted fig and tat- pistachio or something that they make. The Sid. Yes, and it was like, "Huh, I've never even heard of that." So, wow! We well,
0: definitely, if you want a culinary experience, come mm-hmm. to Australia because we do the strangest things with food.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to come up with a, like a tour to Australia at some point because I keep meeting. People from Australia, I've just met some incredible people over there. You guys always have just an amazing attitude. I'm just taken with the hospitality of the Australians I talk to. So I I may have to go and just like do a tour, meet everybody. I've actually got to talk to and then try all these things you guys tell me about that's just hokey pokey. Okay. That's cool. I gotta, I gotta find out more. Maybe they ship. We'll find out.
0: Might have to send you some.
1: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> magic i was prepping for the show and i saw that there is something that just took me by surprise you talk about different types of systems i yeah. i thought there was i'm so confused by that right all i was told i have an immune system that's what i know right this is not my field of study obviously but there are different types of immune systems
0: so for the guys that are listening yes you have up to five types of known immune systems and are actually learning about more now. So you have your innate immune system, which is the one that you're born with. It's all your barriers. So it's your skin, it's your gut lining, it's your blood-brain barrier, it's your private part. They're all barriers, right? So they're part of the innate immune system. Now, when your innate immune system comes across a pathogen, it has about three to five days to fight it, to put it back into a dormant state And take that symbiotic relationship back that I spoke about earlier. Okay. So that's when you get a cold, you know, for a couple of days, you feel really crappy, you know, you're on the couch watching Netflix, sipping water and you're like, oh, I'm dying. And then like a couple of days later, you're back up, you're out, you know, chopping wood or walking the dog or whatever it is. And you completely are okay. It's like the last couple of days never happened. Mm -hmm. You think, wow, why did I think I was dying? I'm okay now. But that's your innate immune system doing its job. Now, if it can't do its job, if it's something a little bit more intense, it calls in the acquired immune system. And we normally sit in a system called TH3 or T regulation. And imagine like a conductor with his sticks, and I have no idea what they're actually called, but conductor sticks. (laughs) TH3 is sitting here, right? You sit here most of the time. Now, you get an infection that's too much for the innate, he sends you off to TH1. So that's often characterised by fevers, aches and pains. Like when you get the flu, you know, every joint hurts. You're like, ugh, walking hurt, blinking my eyelids hurt. Like this is ridiculous. I'm sweaty and I'm hot and everyone else is walking around in a woolen jumper and I'm like, get the layers off. That's TH1. But you can get stuck there and you can get things like arthritis. You can get things like constant muscle tears, you know, skin lesions, things like that if you get stuck in Th1. But we're supposed to go to Th1 and jump back to Th3. Now, for the ladies out there, when you get pregnant, you jump into Th2. That's really nurturing, caring, building, anabolic. It doesn't do anything to break anything down like Th1 does. Th2 has to nurture you so that you can carry the baby. And guys, you can go to Th2 as well. And you do this when you inject something past your innate immune system. I'm not going to say the word because I don't want everyone getting taken off air. But you know what I mean. If you get a parasite, that's also Th2 driving. Why? Because a parasite needs you to stay alive. So if your immune system sends you to Th1, it'll kill the parasite. So it keeps you in Th2. But you can jump in and out and back to Th3. Now, if those barriers from the innate immune system are broken down Like, you know, they just cannot do their job. There's gaps in them. We see this a lot with leaky gut. We go to a system called TH17. Now, it's a little bit like TH1, as in it breaks things down. But it's now breaking you down because you've got broken barriers. So we see this in Alzheimer's. We see it in Parkinson's. We see it in Crohn's disease. We see it with psoriasis, that's broken skin barriers. We see it with delayed onset allergies and hay fevers and seasonal allergies, because a lot of barriers are broken. And if you get stuck there long enough, like said Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, your blood brain barrier breaks. And there you are with one of these chronic conditions. So, you know, there's a lot of immune types. And part of what I do is work out which type you're in, which type you've been in and why.
1: Guys, if you're getting something out of this weird, just getting started with magic, We're going to roll to our sponsor real quick, and we'll be right back. How well do you sleep at night? Do you toss and turn and wake up more tired than when you went to bed? Sleep is commonly one of the critical elements people fall short on in their life. The quality of sleep you get directly affects your ability to control your weight, your ability to add muscle, your stress levels, and your everyday job and life performance. If you're ready to move to the next level, then sleep has to be part of the plan. Check out our friends at ghostbed.com if you're ready to get your best sleep. I love my ghostbed. I've been sleeping on one for a couple of years and it's made a huge difference in how I sleep. Hit ghostbed.com and use the code thefallibleman30 to get 30% off your order and start getting better night's sleep tomorrow. Now, let's go on to the show. All right, guys, welcome back. We're here with Magic Barclay discussing holistic health as an option to live your best life. Now, I ask all my guests Magic what is a purchase of a hundred dollars less that you made in last year that's had a big pack
0: wow that's a really interesting question hmm hundred dollars or less mm-hmm. wow i would have to say oh that's a tough one hmm, wow that's a really <laughs> tough question actually no it's not I would have to say I bought myself a spanner set recently. So being a single mum, mm-hmm. I've had to kind of take on being dad as well. And I'd never use tools. So I bought myself a spanner set and I was able to put together some shelves for my garage. So I was pretty proud of myself.
1: Excellent. Okay. You know, I get all kinds of answers, but I just you never know what's gonna just be perfect for some people. For some people's book for me, like this is one of the better things. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. But thinking putty. I'm a fidgeter and I kept like bumping my desk with my camera when I was talking to people and Sarah would then be like, stop touching your desk, my camera's doing this while I'm trying to talk to somebody. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Keeps my wife going That's why she's trying <laughs> to engineer. Cause my camera's constantly moving. Yeah. Little things. You never know what's going to be like that magic for somebody that day. So let's talk about treating causes versus symptoms. We got a little bit into it during the break, but most of us are under the impression that when we go to the doctor, they're trying to make us better. My own experience doesn't always lean that way, but that's supposed to be the idea, right? We're taught, we go to the doctor, they fix it. But more and more, I'm seeing doctors just prescribe medications and the medications are generally to treat the cough I have because whatever I have or to help me sleep better so my body can fight, right? Which okay, I'm okay with sleeping better so my body can repair itself. I'm okay with that idea. But it seems more and more like they're just trying to treat the symptom. So how is this approach that different?
0: Okay, so doctors don't have time. First of all, it's not their fault. They just don't have time. But they treat the symptom to knock it out but say you cut yourself right and you put a band-aid on it but it's so deep the cut that it's just not going to stop bleeding is the band-aid going to fix it It will for a short amount of time but it won't forever the cut's going to open up it's going to get worse right so when the doctor prescribes you something for the cough for the sleep they're only treating the symptom the cause is still there and if you suppress the symptoms long enough they pop. the cause will pop up as other things. Okay, so sleep. Let's take that as an example. So you're struggling to sleep at night. You're really busy. From the moment you get up, you're busy being a dad, a husband, you know, a worker, a boss, whatever you are. Right? So you hit ground running when you get up. You have a shower, whatever you do. You go to work. You're exhausted. End of the day, you play with the kids. You know, that's it. That's your day, and you can't sleep. Is the sleep the problem? No, it's not. So early in the morning, when it's early morning sun, that is the best time, for example, to get out for a walk, even if it's only 20 minutes. You factor it in before you head to work. And why? Because the early morning sun helps activate the good bacteria in your gut, okay? And they make serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter. Now, that serotonin is converted to melatonin, which helps you sleep. So just by going for a 20-minute walk in the early morning sun, Mm -hmm. even if it's winter and freezing, just getting out there because there's still sun, that will help make melatonin to help you sleep. Now, the 20-minute walk is a lot healthier than a sleeping tablet that shuts down pathways in your body to help you sleep because what's it shutting down and what does that then mean for you? So there's a number of things going on there. Anytime we take a medication, we have to understand, A, it's synthetic, B, it has side effects, and C, it shuts something down. And when you shut something down and suppress it long enough, it's going to pop up. So that's behind medications. So, yes, doctors do not have time. They do prescribe, but they also get paid to prescribe. So they're making more money. Regardless of the side effects, and you know medications have two things. they have a list of side effects. you can google it anywhere, Wikipedia. they also have another thing called mechanism of action, which is on Wikipedia as well. And you know some other websites, HubMed will have them or you know M- WebMD or you know there's a lot of websites you can look this up. And when you read the mechanism of action and see what it's shutting down, that can be quite scary because you go, oh, it's shutting down all these systems in my body, these pathways. I think I actually need those. So when it does those things, it's creating more problems. So you're better off finding the more natural source, really getting to the root cause and stop treating the symptoms.
1: I, I mean, it makes sense. It's a very logical argument for sure. Like I said, my my experience with the medical field not been – Real promising. So I always like to explore other possibilities and it's a logical argument makes a lot of sense, right? I don't know anything about medicines and chemicals. That's not what I do, but it seems like adding a synthetic chemical to your body. It's got to work one way. And that's kind of scary that it shuts things off. I'm not sure I'm okay with that thought, but I could spin down that road a long ways. So let's talk mold for a minute because I saw that you are master practitioner for dealing with mold issues. Now I know I'm familiar with the idea of black mold, black mold, super like bad. They tear, tear down houses cause you can't get rid of it and stuff like that. But it sounds like that's not the only variants that we ought to aware of or understand how it's happening and affecting us. So tell us a little bit about that.
0: Sure. So mold. There's 37 types that we know of so far. They're not all bad. But all mould is the great survivor. So, you know, they say when the nukes are dropped one day, mm-hmm. there'll be two things alive, mould and cockroaches. So mould is used in medicine as penicillin and other things. It's mm-hmm. also used in warfare. So in chemical warfare, mould is harnessed to hurt people because mould will survive regardless now we talked earlier about parasites right parasites need the host to be alive so they're not going to kill you they're going to take you to the edge but they're not going to kill you mold on the other hand doesn't need the host to survive because when it's used you up you start decomposing and the mold moves on to the next thing because it is decomposing you that's what it does right so mold doesn't care if you survive it it's like not important so when you're exposed to mold it can create a lot of other things now we talked about the pnei before as well mold trigger that whole pathway right so mold can cause a limbic or an emotional or thought reaction from the center of your brain it can cause a limbic reaction to a lot of things and mold is in some foods it's You know, we're exposed to it in the air. And, you know, for all the guys out there that are handy and builders and things like that, when we build these, you know, airtight draft-proof houses that we're doing at the moment, guess what? You're going to have a mould problem because you heat and cool that house, you get condensation. Sometimes you can't see it, sometimes you can. Where's it going to go? It's a harbour for mould. So, you know, there's a lot of black mold. By the time you can see black mold, it's way too dangerous, but there's a lot of it around. There's pink mold. You'll find that in your shower. You know, there's white mold. You'll see that on your food. Like there's a lot of things. How does it get there? We create the lifestyle for it. We create the habitat for it. So we've got to stop doing that. Really important things that, you know, if you've got kids or you don't have kids, whatever, that you keep a window open. Now, here in Australia at the moment, as we're talking, it's five degrees Celsius, so it's freezing cold. I've got windows open. You know, I'll put the heater on after we talk because it's pretty noisy, but I've got windows open. Why? Because I need that air circulation because I don't want mould in my house. So, you know, we've got to stop creating these perfect airtight homes that are mould breeding grounds. Now, the other problem with mould is you can get rid of it from the house. There are some products that you can use to kill mould, to clean mould. And, you know, I use those products here in Australia. And you can get rid of it. But if you move your – or you move house, move away from it. But if you move your furniture or you don't clean the furniture, moulds in that. Now, you might go, do you know what? I'm moving house. I'm getting rid of everything. I'm going to move to this brand-new house. It's mould-free. No you know, insert buzzer here, because now the mold's inside you because it gets in through your nasal passages and, you know, gets in through those innate immune system barriers. And now it's in you. So you move to a brand new house, brand new furniture, but you're mouldy. Guess what? Now you've still got mould in the new house. So it's one of these things that is quite insidious. It's not impossible to treat, but it's certainly not easy. But what it does is when it's in you, it masks the immune system. So those five immune types that I mentioned, none of them will work properly because mould has to survive. And if your immune system can work on kicking it out, then it can't survive. So that's when you need a practitioner like myself and my team to really get into that and just go, okay, these are the things that we're going to use to treat mould. Guess what? They're going to support your immune system too. So they'll usually be the same things, but maybe in a different order might be one or two extra things that we're going to prescribe to treat your root cause of your illness. But we can't do that till we get rid of the mold.
1: Well, I'm I'm now terrified. (laughs) Thank you for that. No, I appreciate all the information. It's just, uh, you know, I'm a dad, right? I'll stand toe to toe with a bear, protect my kid. It's things like this that terrify me, right? It's the unseeable. It's the things that can't fight toe to toe necessarily. So I would like to know how we get rid of it, because I'm pretty sure we probably have mold in our house.
0: So here in Australia, we have a company called San Air, so it's S A N A I R. We use those products. You need to find a San Air practitioner. If you have a holistic practitioner in the US then, you know, get them to contact Sanair. But we work remotely, so we can work with you as well. And we use things that they provide to clean the situation. We have mould tests as well. And then you see someone like me to clean it from your inside. So we treat it, we get rid of it, and then we address maybe the strings that it's pulled along the way. So it is treatable. Not one of these things we need to live in fear of. But we need to be aware that there's things that we can do every single day to stop it taking
1: hold. Guys, if you're getting something out of this, you are getting a lot of amazing information right now. And seriously, you need to pursue this, learn more. But if you're getting something out of this, be sure and click that like button on whatever platform you're listening to this on or watching us. If you're on YouTube, leave us a comment and we will I always respond to our comments. Love to hear what you have to say about the show. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. And, you know, just do all that good social media nonsense that you guys know, I hate that keeps us doing shows like this. Click the little bell. So you get notified when we put out a new show. Now, magic, is it fair to say that most of us are not listening to our body?
0: That is very fair to say, you know, we've talked already about covering symptoms up. We've talked about, you know, being too busy and things like that. Men and women alike do not listen to their bodies. Men more so. Because as a man, you've got to be strong. You know, When you're facing that bear that you want to face off against to protect your family, you've got to be strong. Any sign of weakness, the bear's going to know it, right? Right. So as men, people tend to squash the fear. They squash the feeling. And what I'm saying is, please don't do that. It's okay to be vulnerable. You can still be the most masculine man and be vulnerable you can still listen to what your body's telling you. You know, you can still have fear, but it's how you confront that that matters. So really listen to your bodies because if you don't, you know, we often say, ignore the whisper, it'll turn into a scream. You're going to be sick. That's when you're going to have an autoimmune. That's when you're going to get something like prostate cancer. You know, all these things are going to happen because there were whispers along the way that you didn't listen to.
1: So definitely listen to your body. We're pretty good at blocking that. As well. Keep working, keep producing. My wife can tell stories on me. I've actually gone to work with a torn MCL before, literally dragging my leg behind me. I, I got sent home. They're like, no, you can't go like that. But yeah, I grew up doing construction and stuff like that. I can't count how many times I've dodged behind the back of a house of doing residential construction, building a new house, and throwing up. Got right back to work because. I shouldn't have been at work, but I didn't get paid. If I didn't be there, wasn't there. Men are just, we're taught produce, produce, produce. That's what we do. So in a lot of roles I work, I've been working in it for over a decade now, and I still have to, my wife has to like kick me every now and then and be like, Hey, you have sick time. You can not go to work and we're okay. Because I spent so many years doing construction stuff that I didn't have sick time. If I didn't work, we didn't get paid. We couldn't pay bills. And so there's just so many industries like that for men and for women too, but especially the men, we're just hardwired too. It's like, nope, got to keep going, got to keep going, got to get paid. It's so easy to just brush it off. Yeah, Sarah yells at me, he's like, you can call in sick, right? We have sick time. You can, oh yeah, yeah, I can do that even a decade into it. So I'm. Thanks if you don't have sick
0: time you know this is really important for your guys to hear Mm -hmm. and that is take a day off today and get better because if you don't how is it going to be you know after maybe a week of struggling with the bills a little bit or a lifetime of not having the bills paid now if something happens to you and you can't be the man in your family's life Mm -hmm. who's going to look after them when you're gone because you will be gone because these things will take over because you didn't take that day off. So, you know, you have to look at the big picture here and struggling a little bit this week because you're not feeling well and you need to take time off versus seeing your family lose their home completely. Like, you know, you can always make a phone call to the bank or to the landlord or to whoever you're dealing with and go, do you know what, I was really sick. Let's take a week off. I'm better now. Give me some time. That's okay. But facing your family and going, you know what? I should have taken that week off last year because now like, we're getting evicted. That's not okay.
1: My brother ended up walking pneumonia because working such continuous long days. He just got used to feeling bad so long. He had been feeling bad so long. He stopped noticing that he felt bad and ended up hospitalized with walking pneumonia. uh, Yeah. Because of it so magic what is next for you you're a published author right four books if i understand correctly
0: yeah there'll be another one soon yeah
1: so another book's coming down the line and you've got your practice what and you've got your podcast what's next for you
0: wow what's next for me is hopefully moving to the country onto land yeah i've got this dream of setting up a permaculture farm and i'm already a wildlife rescuer here in australia so you know, having somewhere where the wildlife can be released and I can grow medicine and, you know, I'm just looking forward to that.
1: Okay. Very good. My, my kids love Irwin's show and, and they love that they have the wildlife hospital there and they're like, yeah, I want to do that. That's yes, awesome it's thing. not as
0: fun as they make it look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it probably is not. I worked on a ranch and taking care of sick animals was never fun. But you know, they make it look good on TV at least, but that's very totally. cool that you're involved in that excited. I I understand. I want to move out of the town as well, having a little space in the country where you can grow things and things nice. So we have your website here and for everybody who's listening guys, I will have links to all of magic website, her form that she has, where you can actually have a consultation with her. The thesis, as you called it, right? (laughs) Um,
0: And that's free, by the way, that thesis is free.
1: (laughs) There we go, guys. It's a free consultation. You just got to put in a little bit of work, do the paperwork, have a great conversation. She will help dig into your life and we'll have links for all that for her Facebook. Magic is the website, the best place for people to find you.
0: The website is the best place. You can find all the other links there. Yep. That's the website. (laughs) And <laughs> yeah, so you can find all the links, send through a contact form and we'll send out the thesis to you
1: guys. That's holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. Like I said, I will have links in the show notes and in the description that way you make sure and get it right. Cause I certainly would spell it wrong. if I was trying to do it off the top of my head. So we will have links for you guys. Find her magic. What do you want? We'll take away from the discussion
0: really that to know yourself means that you need to know yourself. So you need to know what's going on inside you and you have the right to know. You know, no longer are you treating symptoms. No longer are you taking Band-Aid solutions. Really look at what's going on inside you, inside your body, inside your thoughts, and inside your life. And to be the best dad, the best husband, the best father, the best mate, or, you know, best friend... Whatever, you have to know
1: who you are first. Okay. Now guys, I jumped around with Magic through a variety of topics. Did that on purpose. I want you guys to know she has quite a range she can help you with. She deals with very unique things because she deals with it from a unique perspective. So it's not one killer thing. That's why we jumped around from mold and about listening to your body. And while we jumped into some of the other topics, I want you to see... But there is a range of things that she can help you with. And if you guys want to address the root cause as opposed to just fixing the symptoms, you might spend some time getting to know her. Go check out the podcast that she does. Beautiful. Make sure I don't blow that one again, a magical life, health, wealth, wealth, and weight loss guys. Go see what she is about. Dig deep into this because I want you to reach your best goal self. I want you to become the person you can be that includes taking care of yourself. I know I need to learn some lessons about doing that myself. I'm not just telling you guys you need to do it. I know I need to work on that myself. Magic, thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast, share with us, and enlighten us to some new possibilities. Thought for us. I'm grateful. Thank I know you this so is,
0: much for having me.
1: This is a big jump from Australia with the time distance difference. I've done this a couple of times now. So it was like tomorrow there for us.
0: So yeah, today is Wednesday and it's almost
1: 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We're recording this on Tuesday, the late afternoon. I believe Melbourne, are you in AUST time zone?
0: AUST. Okay.
1: Yeah. So yeah, about 17 hours different So, Thank you for making this possible. I love that we can do this, that we can cross the big pond, do this with technology. Guys, as always better tomorrow because of what you do today, and we'll see you on the next. One. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man
0: gear.